What's up, everyone? It's your host, Adam Martin. We're here with my co-host here, Big Marcel, here to preview UFC 281, Adesanya Pereira. Can't wait to have all this card with you, Marcel. It's the MLB Daily Podcast for Sunday, November 6th. We just finished the uh, the recap show recapping UFC Vegas 64, Rodriguez versus Lemos. And now we're going to get into UFC 281. Marcel, I can't wait to have all this card with you. I mean, obviously, ridiculously stacked. 14 fights, if I'm not mistaken. It, it, this card's amazing. So just your overall thoughts on this card, because... I mean, from my perspective, bro, like, I look at this card, and this is, like, what MMA is about, you know, like, cards like this. What do you think? Well, it's a stacked card, you know. I mean, uh, it pretty much says enough. When you have in the prelims, you have a fight like uh, Dominic Reyes against Ryan Spann on it, and uh, wow. uh, Brett Riddell against Moicano are on the prelims, you know what I mean? It says enough. Um, and even on the early prelims, you got some really good fights. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Can't wait, man. It's going to be a great card. Can't wait to talk about it with you. Like I was telling you, uh, Marcel, and, and you guys in the earlier chat, I'm away for a week, so it'll be interesting because I'm going to be in Dominican, so I have to watch it there, but that's fine with me. I'll I'll, uh, I'll be uh, chilling on the beach watching the fights. I mean, that sounds pretty good, too, right? I think that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear, though, guys. Next uh, Sunday, no podcast. Next Monday, no podcast. We're aiming for next Tuesday. That would be the next show. So he he wants he wants to make clear that he's on the beach watching yeah, with a cocktail. I really need a, a week off, man. Like this, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week. Anyways, let's get some comments. We got our boy Worthy here. He says he's the first to hit the like button. Appreciate it. Got a question about us, so I'm gonna talk about him in, in the uh, the fights. This card's fire. So good, Joe. Glad to have you here, Joe. One of our favorites here. All right, we actually we don't play favorites. We like everyone, right, Marcel? We like everyone that joins us. Yeah. But, uh, let's get into it, guys. We have got uh, 14 fights to, to break down. So. Great card. Um, let's start off, Marcel, with the first fight of the night. I'm just going to pull up uh, UFC stats. Uh, that's what we use, guys, for the uh, the, the bow order. Um, I think it's correct, right, Marcel? Like you would know. I'm pretty sure it looks. What's number five prelim on it? Two, three, That'd be Frevola. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, it's good to go. All right, let's start here, guys. The uh, first fight is Carlos Alberg taking on Nikolai Megan Marianu in the UFC light heavyweight division. The odds for this one are actually very competitive. Um, right now, uh, Alberg's favored, but it's like he's barely one sec. He's he's uh, he's barely favored. Uh, minus one twenty five to, to plus one hundred five for Negan Marano. Odds open at minus two hundred, so that's notable because obviously some actions coming in on uh, the dog, and I think it makes sense because you know Nick. He's pulled off several upsets now, right, in the UFC. So I think that's understandable. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start off, Marcel. Like, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Since I'm already talking about it. Um, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a kind of a coin flip fight. I think it the is. odds are right. You know, I think they're, they're right where they should be, I think. Um, it, it's an interesting fight. I think Albert is the better fighter, I guess, and as far as, like, potential goes because just the athleticism, I think, is, is a, a tier higher and the power, the explosiveness, but Nikolai is very, very tough dude, and he's he's also a good fighter. He's knocked people out now, and he, I think, probably is the better cardio, too, if it goes three rounds. That's what makes it tough. I think if you're picking Carlos here, you kind of need him to finish the fight early, Marcel, because I think as the fight goes on, he'll wear down, and Nikolai, especially, he, you know, he's a guy that goes to the body. He'll, like, wear out on him. Um, that's why I think it's, you know, the fight, the odds are where they are. I think people are split on this one. I picked Albert, and it's only just because he's you know been training with all those guys from from Sadie Kickboxing. They're all on the same card. Um, I think they're all ready to go. But and again, I think he has like the knockout power to take out Nick Mariano, as he just did with Chiqui. 
But Marcel, I, I don't, I don't want to bet on this fight, you know, because I think Nikolai could come uh, in, in, out there and, and pull off the small upset here with like a late TKO or decision, you know. So kind of a tricky one to call, to be honest with you. I think it's either Albert early or Nikolai late. What do you think? One of four city kickboxing fighters on this fight. Um, yeah. I feel exactly the same way, dude. I, I was thinking, like, you might take a gamble with the Nikolai Nigromiriano yeah. decision. And I feel the way as well, you know. But I also think Ulberg can finish him in the first round. So I always slightly leaning to Ulberg in the first round. But I'm not sure at all. This is, a, like you say, I completely agree with you. The line makes sense, you know, that it's close. Um it's either a stoppage win, I think, for Alberg, or maybe a later stoppage for Negri Mariano or a decision win for Nicolai Negri Mariano. So uh, I also don't going to go with the dog. I'm not going to take the gamble. I'm going with the favorite here with Alberg. Um, yeah, TKO or knockout in the first round. I think so. Yeah, so we are kind of on the same page with that one. All yeah. right, let's get to the next one here. Another great bandway fight, man. This division is just on, on fire. Eh? Marcel, we got Montel Jackson taking on Hulu Arce. Montel is minus 205, RSA plus 175. You can start on this one. Go ahead. It's a super difficult fight as well, in my opinion. You know, uh, last time Julio Arce, uh, you know I like Julio a lot, you know. And he kind of surprised me, man, with how sharp he fought against Daniel Santos, you know. You saw in the last fight, Daniel Santos got the win over Castaneda. Um, Montel Jackson, very good fighter, in my opinion. You know, also a big talent, although he's 30 already. Only lost in the UFC to Brad Jones, who is now in... Uh, also against Ricky Simone, but the, Brad Jones, who is now in Bellator. Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult, man. I definitely think this goes to a decision, and I think it will be a super close fight, man. Um, honestly, I think this might be... The first time Julio gets a win in the UFC in the New York, man. This is going to be super close, I think. Can go either way. I see split decision. I'm going with Arce here. That because it's in New York and it's the home base of Arce, uh, makes me think that the judges are more on his side and definitely the audience more on his side, which influences it. Uh, split decision for Julio here, but super close, man. I wouldn't be surprised if Jackson pulls it off. Yeah, this one is interesting, right? Like they're both, I think, really solid fighters. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, I'm really high in Montel Jackson. I, I think you are too. I mean, the wrestling yeah. is dominant. He's been putting some bad spots. It's not like he's been undefeated. He's lost some fights in the UFC. Should have won, you know. But I think the guy's good. He's getting better. And obviously, like for this division, 75 inch reach. You know, it's, it's physically like he's got some very special stuff here going on. Um, Arce, though, you know, you saw him last fight against Santos. That win looks a lot better now, doesn't it? After Daniel Santos yeah. just knocked out Castaneda. He looked great in that fight. And here's the thing about him. I wasn't sure what his takedown defense was because, like, I'm just, like, thinking, I'm like, has he even been taken down? 94%. So it's, like, one of the better takedown defenses yeah. in the UFC, like, in this division anyways. Um, the problem is I have with that is he hasn't really fought any wrestlers. That's the problem I have, except for Dan Ige, I guess, um, four years ago. Otherwise, Marcel, all the guys lately are strikers. That's the problem I have with that. But against Ige, which uh, was actually up they a weight class, everything. one of 13 Ige was. Yeah. So he got one down one time. So that's something to keep in mind. And obviously, you know, as the years go on, you'd imagine his team defense is getting better. But I think Montel is a really good dominant wrestler in his division, Marcel. And not, not only that, in the last two fights, Montel Jackson, sorry, yeah, the last two fights, he's landed six knockdowns. In the last four fights, he's landed eight knockdowns like the power is the difference too with this guy so for me like I, it's an interesting fight I, I can't wait to see how this plays out but i am leaning jackson marcel because i think he's got more ways to win with the grappling and the striking that's why i take him but 
he has you know lost a few times as a favorite, so that's that's the problem here. But uh, a, a great fight. So you think goes the distance, eh? That's what you. Yeah, saying? split decision. I got. I could see that happening for sure. Walter, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, go ahead. Every time when you see Montel Jackson, do you also have to think about Montel Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> this is how we do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he should make that as his walkout song. You know? should. He freaking should. All right, let's get to the next one, Marcel. We got right. the UFC uh, featherweight division. Or, yeah, featherweight division mm-hmm. here. Mike Trezano, the lone wolf. New York's Mike Trezano taking on Sangu Choi. Odds for this one. Minus 155 Choi. Trezano plus 135. What do you think? Yeah, another one which is super close in my opinion. You know, um, Mike Trezano hasn't showed up really in his last couple of fights in my opinion. The Dawudu fight, he was really hesitant. Uh, Dawudu wasn't that much better, but he just landed more. And uh, in, the, in the last fight against Lucas Almeida, I think he started well. Second round, Almeida, and then Almeida knocked him out. It was fight of the night. It was a good fight. If you look at Sung Wu Choi, he got two losses in his last fight. A split decision, which should have been unanimous against Koulibao. And uh, before that, he got stopped by Caceres in the fight he was winning in the first round. So uh, kind of a similar, I think, might be loser leaves town. Maybe Choi is lucky. If he loses, he gets a South Korea uh, spot on the South Korea card yes. in February. So um, lots to fight for, dude. Um, another close one, uh, Trezano fights at home. I'm favoring Trezano, unanimous decision here. But another close one. Yeah, no, it's, it's competitive. But I'm actually kind of with you on this one, Marcel, because... You know, for me, both guys are a little flawed. I think we know both would feel that way. They're also like, you know, I think they're, I think they're fighting for their jobs. You know, yeah. maybe like you said, because it's in South Korea, he would get that fight. Probably does, but Trezano, I think, is fighting for his job despite being a former Ultimate Fighter guy. Because really, Choi's two and four in the UFC. Trezano's three and three, but I don't think he'd be Klein, so he should be two and four as well. So, mm-hmm. I think they're both in that spot where they both need to win. It's really tough for me to like actually bet money on Mike Trezano. In this fight, but I do think that I do favor him slightly to win the fight. And he's plus one thirty-five, so we we'll have to think about this one all week. I just the, the thing is, sometimes I do lean towards an underdog, but it's only like a slight lean. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm super, super confident. In this case, it's a slight lean, Marcel. Like I favor him like fifty-five percent of the time. The odds say he obviously wins like less. They're saying I think he wins like what, like 40, 40 to forty-five percent of the time. So there's a you know, I think small margin there. If you want to take a, take a shot on him as a dog, because there are obviously some dogs will win on this card. I'm leaning towards him by decision, but you know, Choi is pretty talented, so I could obviously see him winning too. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of torn, but at the same time, I, I do lean Trezano if that makes sense. So yeah, I think it's Trezano or pass too. I, I wouldn't bet on Choi as a favorite after that last fight with Kulibao, which by the way, split decision. Are you kidding me? Who was the judge? It was Anthony Dimitri. Oh yeah, that guy had a bad night. Yeah, yeah, three weird decision, right? <laughs> oh, scrub. All right, let's go to the next one. So we got uh, Carolina Kovacevic against Sylvia Silvana Gomez Juarez, UFC Women's Strawweight Division. Odds for this one is basically a pick 'em. Um, yeah, it's minus one ten each. <laughs> Flip a coin, Marcel. Flip a coin. What do you think, man? This depends on how much of a tool bag is Carolina's going to fight this time. Is she going to fight smart or is she going to fight like a tool bag like she does sometimes, you know? Um, if she fights smart and she she fights the way she can with her talent, she should win this any day. You know what I mean? But you can't, you can't be sure with her, you know, nowadays. I know she got that win over Felice Herrick last time. Beautiful submission win. But, man, if Silvana Gomez-Juarez 
can hit her on the chin, she's gone, I think, you know. And the thing is, what is going to happen here? Is Carolina playing this smart? She should, I know she's a standing fighter, but she should take this to the ground immediately, in my opinion, you know. Why taking a risk against somebody who's not that great on the ground, like Silvana Gomez Juarez, and her pretty much her only good chance to win the fight is a, is a serious knockout, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that Carolina fights smart, that she got a lot more uh, confidence from that win against Harrick last time out, and uh, that she can win the decision here. But, dude, I won't be surprised if Silvana knocks her out. So it can be go either way. I think a knockout for Silvana or a decision win for Carolina. Taking Carolina though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's tricky, right? It's a little tricky too. Um obviously that's why the odds are like that. The problem is it's just hard to like trust, I think, really either fighter, especially Carolina, because yeah. yeah, she beat Felice Harry, and then Felice Harry promptly retired, you know, mm-hmm. right after the fight, basically, before that lost five straight fights. Um getting getting up there in age, quite frankly. I mean, she still looks great, obviously, but she's she's 37 now or so, you know, like She's getting and she's taking a lot of damage, right? Like she remember that fight with uh, Andrade? Like, yeah, of that, course. That's one of the best women's knockouts of all time. Yeah. And then Sylvana obviously coming off that amazing knockout win. Even before that, <laughs> the Demopolis fight, remember she dropped her and then you know left her arm out, and that's the problem, right? The two losses are by submission in the first round. Um, I think someone gets finished in this fight. The under is plus money right now. I think that's the bet here, guys. I think you bet on the finish in this fight, Marcel. So you're going with Gomez Juarez. Then. I'll take Carolina by submission. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll take her with an arm bar, but it's it's a coin flip for a reason. I'm only taking her because she's the better grappler on paper, and that's why she should actually probably be favored because she's the better grappler in MMA. But Marcel, I agree. Right? But but Silvana is a you know devastating power, honestly. She has great knockout power. Um, that's why I just take a finish. I don't see this fight going three rounds. I really don't, man. What do you think? I agree. I let them both armbar me. I don't care, you know. <laughs> so, but I'll yeah, plus one twenty on the finish. That I agree with. Change. Yeah. It'll probably I mean, end up being like even money. Maybe it's, I, I, I think most people kind of feel that way once the line gets out there. But right now, there's there is a book open with uh, the fight under guys at plus money. I, I that's what I think. Hey, what's up, Glenn? How's it going? Yeah, he likes uh, Carolina too. And I agree, they'll have a competitions there too for her. Carolina takes her down to overnight seconds for sure. Andrew, hope all is well with you, man. Let's go to the next one, Marcel. We have. Matt Frevola against Otman Azatar. I believe it's the last like early prelim. Is that, it's the is future that... prelim on the early prelims, yes. Okay. Let's look, remember, guys, 14 fights in this card. Hopefully, cross our fingers, nothing happens and nothing falls off. But come on, let's be honest. At least one of these fights is not going to happen. Let's be honest. Unfortunately. I hope it's not this one because I think it's a great fight. We got Matt Frevola, Otman Azatar. Odds for this one are, are also close. It's minus 115 Frevola, minus 105 Azatar. Uh, open Azatar is a minus 125 favorite. So slight money's coming in on Frevola early, but it's balancing out a little bit. I think it'll probably close as like close to a pick them again, like the last fight. Uh, what do you think about this one, man? Because obviously, two guys with a lot of power. Um, I, I again, I lean a finish in this fight, but I, I want to hear who you think wins. Matt Frafola, use your fucking ground game, dude. Um, that's what I think. Um, because yeah, Asaitara sure. is a fun fighter, stand up, but this ground game isn't that great, you know. And Frafola is a guy who fell in love with his striking while his best shot at winning this fight is taking it to the ground, in my opinion. Um, why taking the risk with a guy who has the knockout power that Asaitar has? Um, I think that the longer the fight goes, that favors Fravola. Um I think Fravola will do it, man. I'm going with Fravola, unanimous decision. I'm taking the underdog here. 
I think someone gets finished. I'm I'm leaning towards Azatar a little bit. I just I think the guy's got just that like special KO power. We see that in both his fights. Go ahead. If it's a finish, I would go with Azatar as well. But yeah, I think the fight ends in a stoppage, especially the way Favol fought his last fight. You know that was just insane. He looked great against that General Valdez guy. That guy's like he's not really UFC caliber like that guy. And then obviously McKinney starts in ten seconds. You know the thing is like you said, if he fights smart, Marcel, like like remember when he fought Jalen Turner? Yeah. I was surprised he won that fight, honestly, but he fought smart, right? He used his yeah. grappling. I just think he's going to fight like he's going to try to get a bonus here and, and go for his head. And I think it's going to be like the Polo Reyes fight or the McKinney fight where he gets caught in the first round. Possible, very possible. Yeah, I think someone gets knocked out. I think it's going to be Frevel or knocked out. i got to be honest. Like, I, I, you know, I do think it's a, a fight that, you know, obviously they both have a path to win. But I think the odds makers had it right personally when they opened up uh, Azatar as the favorite. And maybe as the week goes on, it, it'll change a little bit back towards him. But I favor him a little, the win here. The, the only thing I have uh, as a concern really is the layoff two years. Um, that's a concern. Also, obviously, the potatoes, right? That's a concern too, right, Marcel? <laughs> so as someone mentioned, with as to fight with potatoes. Well, that was – especially in that bag, apparently, that was what it was inside the distance, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. How's Frevola not taking dirt out with that chin? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, he's got power himself, so he can finish you, but his chin is all great in the UFC. He's been dropped. Matt Frevel has been dropped uh, five times in the UFC, twice by Venata, twice by Polaris, once by McKinney, and then yeah, he got those knockouts back against Valdez in four of them in his last fight. Like, he looked amazing. I just feel like that was in January. Like, why did he take so long to, to fight, you know? Like, I just feel like the momentum kind of stalled a bit, personally. Hmm. Um, anyways, we've saved enough of this fight. Let's go to the next one. Next fight here, Marcel. This is the middleweights, Andre Petrovsky taking on Wellington Terman. And the odds for this one are uh, minus 205, Petrovsky, Wellington, Terman, plus 175. You could start on this one, too. I, only, I early heard Wellington. I'm thinking about beef Wellington. I know, every time you say that. And then someone was talk, <laughs> I was talking to someone recently, and they were talking about, like, oh, my a friend of mine from my bowling league, he works as a, uh, a waiter in a restaurant, right? And he's like, I'm like, is there anything I should try at your restaurant? He's like, oh, man, the beef Wellington. And I thought about <laughs> Me and you talking about this podcast because I've never had it before, but you're like, oh, it's so delicious, right? So. <laughs> yeah, but that's always what I'm thinking about when I, when I hear his name. Um, listen, man, Turman surprised me with the submission win over Serkinov last time. You know, I didn't saw that coming. Definitely not by submission. I know he's pretty well-rounded on the – or he's pretty good on the ground, but I still didn't expect him to cut Misha in it. Um, if you look at Petrovsky, I remember when Petrovsky came in the UFC, many people were like, huh, not that great, you know, but then he uh, finishes Nick Maximov in the first round with an anaconda choke and looked very, oh. very good. Um, mm -hmm. He's also a Daniel Gracie guy. They they saw their three going uh, uh, broken by uh, by Damon Jackson last time out against Pat Sabatini. Um, I, I still think that camp is great, you know, um, although Sean Brady also lost, by the way, to Muhammad, but that camp is great. Um I, I feel like Petrovsky should be able to win against Terman, man. I've been I haven't been really uh how do you say that? Uh impressed? Impressed by Terman, yeah. So yeah. uh I think Petrovsky should win and I think he submitted submits him uh, in the in the second round. Yeah, well it's a, me either, but I think submitting Sorkinov is nice. Like Misha's not in the UFC now though, right? And then his last win Sam Alvey's not in the UFC. Marcus Perez is another one, Marcel. And then he got brutally knocked out by a couple like Andrew Sanchez knocked this dude out, remember? Like, it was bad. And Bruno Silva, he does have submissions, though. That's what is interesting, right? It's two guys that are good on the ground. Um, but to me, Petrovsky's better on the ground. And I, yeah. I, I trust him more, you know? Like, 
with the cardio. Like he's looked he we all thought he was a gas, remember? We were all talking yeah, about how bad his gas tank was. I don't think it's bad at all, Marcel. He gets better as the fight. And again, that whole camp, you know, is pretty solid. I know that obviously Brady and Pat Sabatini recently lost. I think Petrovsky's going to lose eventually, but I don't think it's to Wellington. I think he wins, Marcel. You, you, you submission or, or you think he like blankets him? Submission, second round. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Has Wellington been submitted? I want to double check that. I know I he know. has a lot of submissions. I want to see, though, for sure. Wellington tournament, he's been never been submitted. So that that's the only, like, hesitation I have with going out and saying like go on submission here because uh, I mean it, but Nick it can Max- still happen. Yeah. Nick Maximoff was never submitted. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's still happening. It's not like he can't. Yeah. I'm just not I'm just like on the fence between him just blanketing him or like you know running him out. So anyways we're on the same page with that one and get some comments. He's training with Marab and Aljo's gotta be working on his ground game. Uh who who's going to talking about uh I think Frevola. Oh Frevola, yeah yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Okay fair enough. Um or is he talking about uh, Wellington? <laughs> I, I, I know that Fravola has, has uh, trained with Ray Longo yeah. before, so I think it's... Yeah, he's, I think he's one of those guys. Wellington moved to Glover's gym as of his last fight, whereas Prosti looked awful in his first two UFC quick, quick sub last time. It's hard to pick. Yeah, I know what you're saying, too. You're right. Like Even that Hugh, that Hugh Yazong guy, like that fight was not great, but and, and even Michael Gilmore, like he, there were some issues. But <laughs> he still won the fight. He still finished with those guys, and then obviously submitted Maximov as a huge underdog. Like, I have to pick him here. I'm obviously going to pick him. You're right, though. I mean, Tournament, you know, again, he's surprising. It's, first of all, I didn't expect him to beat uh, Misha by submission. You know, that really surprised me. So maybe he surprises, but again, I, I, I'm I, not too high in the guy, you know? All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. I'm getting old, dude. I know. No, I'm getting old. I'm, 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 uh, how did like in my own, so, 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 what do you guys call it? Saliva or something? I'm like, <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. Coffee. I'm getting old. Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann, women's. Uh, flyway boat here and odds for this one Blanchfield minus 390 McCann plus 320 go ahead what are your thoughts yeah man Molly McCann not fighting a soccer mom this time um yeah what can we say about this I don't understand this matchmaking by the UFC you know if you want they want to build Molly and Patty you know in England pretty much and over the world why you give her Blanchfield, which is like probably the biggest prospect at 125, in my opinion. Although she has some flaws in her striking, you know, we saw that against JJ Aldrich. And maybe that's what the UFC tries to capitalize on with Molly here. But I think Blanchfield plays smart, takes her to the ground, dominates her for three rounds, maybe gets a finish, you know. But uh, dude, Blanchfield all the way. Um, I'm taking Blanchfield. Does she submit her? Maybe second round submission for Aaron Blanchfield. Let's go. Let's do that. Yeah, you know it's just it's just it's funny, right? Like the UFC, they don't give you layups, man. You know they gave her her you know those big those easy fights. Let's be honest in England, and now that yeah. you know she's hey, I want to fight for the belt or whatever. It's like all right, well we'll go fight Aaron Blanchfield, and I just think it's a horrible matchup for her. And that's what it comes down to. Like, what's what's what your odds again? Minus three ninety. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's fine. Like minus four, four to one is is fair. Mm-hmm. Molly's got a puncher's chance. She has looked phenomenal in her last two fights, back to back spinning back elbow knockouts. Like you never see that. She did it twice in a row. Much credit to her. But again, you want to carry the hand of gold. They're just like they're just mediocre fighters, Marcel. That don't have any grappling really. Blanchfield is like an elite grappler almost. Obviously, you know, and she goes to the finish. She's trying to hurt you the whole time. You know, she did struggle a bit. I'm gonna say that. Hold on, she struggled a bit in her last fight, but then ends up getting a nice finish at the end. You know? Yeah, it's, 
actually right. crazy. The fight where she struggled the most, she got the finish. You know, I know, right? And the other one, she dominated, obviously. Yeah. And you know, she had some nice wins in the big time. Listen, maybe, maybe we're underestimating McCann's improvement in the grappling, but I haven't seen it yet. You know, I know she was like, "Oh, uh, Hannah Goldie couldn't take me down." You know, Marcel. Like, I'm not told that because that happened didn't happen. Blanchfield can't. I think Blanchfield. The first round will be competitive, but once she gets to the ground, the fight's going to go away. Aaron Blanchfield wins. You think submission? Maybe, may, definitely possible. I'm leading a decision, but I think it's, submission's possible too. So, anything else you want to say about that fight? Or no, like I said, I didn't understand the booking at all. But yeah, 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 for sure. Jamie, what's up, man? He's talking about Dustin Chandler. I can't wait to talk about that car. I feel like that fight has been really flown under the radar. Tough ain't the office from Molly. I agree. Molly by round one knockout. It's possible, Glenn, but that'd be the only way to, put, to bet it, guys. I think you take Molly by knockout. You wouldn't, I don't think she'd win a decision in that fight. Like she doesn't have the grappling, I don't think, for 50 minutes to keep up with with Aaron. Or so we're not getting old, are we? Are we old? <laughs> we are old. I get the UFC trying to give the rugby person your head the best shot at beating Chad, but it's gonna be hard to convert your fans by right? wet blanket in the most popular fight in the division. Yeah. A finish would be good, like Marcel called, right? If she goes out there and finishes, she could submit her. You know, Jillian Robertson submitted her, right? Like, and Jillian's great on the ground, too. Um, Aaron's a more better wrestler, maybe not as good at submissions, but man, that last fight, Marcel, you know, honestly, losing the fight, I think I par later, and I'm like, ah, I'm like, is this really the fight she's gonna lose to JJ Aldridge, who's a yeah. fighter, but then chokes her now out cold, you know? So, yeah, she's good. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Dominic Reyes against Ryan Spann. I mean, what a great fight. Like, this card is so fucking stacked. This could easily be the main event for any fight that card. Yeah. You know, and quite frankly, I would have preferred it was for the last uh, couple cards. Although the fight was, that the knockout was nice. All right, odds for this one. Minus 225, Dominic Reyes. Plus 190, Ryan Spann. Your thoughts? A little bit wide, in my opinion. You know, I think should be uh, a little bit more closer. Although I got the feeling that Ryan Spann is a good fighter, but when he gets those higher up fighters, he kind of chokes, you know. And uh, with uh, Dominic Reyes, I know he lost three in a row, but those were two title fights and that Prohaska fight, who is the current champion. Uh, I think Reyes before that looked really good, you know. Uh, and even, let's be honest, the Jones fight could have gone his way as well. So... Uh, it's difficult, you know. How did he come back? I don't know. That's that's the main thing. If the Reyes comes back that we saw before, he should win this fight, in my opinion. If the Reyes comes back that we saw in this last fight, a little bit more hesitant, you know, um, then Span has a chance. I still think Reyes should win this fight, man. I think uh, he probably wins by a, by a K or a TKO uh, ground and pound. Yeah, you have to take Dominic Reyes. I take in this fight. You know, despite obviously the losses and the layoff, and I still think the guy is a good fighter. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's trained with Glover now, right? Is he not? Like, I, I yeah. Think, yeah. Like, I mean, he, he's doing the right thing. Um, Ryan Span, okay, let's talk about Dominic first. Like, the guy's great. I did think he beat John Jones in a close fight, then gets knocked by Yon. And then that Yuri Prasadska fight, man, he hurt, he hurt Yuri too. It's not like that. And he, he almost like submitted him, remember? Like, Yuri apparently was knocked out and then woke back up in the fight. Remember James interviewed him and he said that, right? Dominic's still a dangerous guy. I mean, all the knockouts he had before that, I still think the guy's going to win a lot of fights in the UFC. And Ryan Spann's a guy that is flawed, in my opinion. You know, Marcel, like, he obviously has power. He's got submissions. We saw in the last fight. But too often not, I'm seeing him get hurt and then drop. He's one of these guys that's better as a hammer than a nail, I think. And I think Dominic Reyes will knock him out. So... I'm going with Dominic Reyes by knockout. I think someone gets knocked out. I think it's going to be Dominic. I don't think this uh, fight's going. This uh, 
Right. Every time I have a thing about Dominic Reyes, I have to think about his debut where we knocked out that the, the Danish grandfather. Uh, what was his name again? Walking um, Christensen. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was that guy. What was his record? Own four in the UFC. I want to say. Uh, or he had a draw. Great. He had a draw with your guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, or no, sorry, one in three. He beat Bohan Mihalovic oh. and then lost oh, to yeah. Henrik de Silva. Guys uh, you have to go and. The guy with the draw is Christian Colombo, you mean? Yes, that's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the guy's name? George's Daniel. And he had that crazy yeah. knockout and then disappeared again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he went to hiding. All right, let's go to the next right here. Um, feature prelim. Yeah, feature prelim. Brad Rodolovitz, Renato Mercano. Man, Renato Mercano, excuse me. I mean, what a great fight, right? Like, another amazing fight. This card is so fucking crazy, guys. Like, this the problem I have though is like some of these fighting cards are weak, and they could have used Riddell versus Pacquiao or Reyes versus Spence as, as a main event. Yeah, just my just my opinion. Of you know? course, I agree fully. At the same time, though, this is going to be a fucking awesome card. So, odds for this one, guys, another tough one to pick. Marcel, according to the odds, minus one twenty five, Pacquiao plus one hundred five, Riddell. What are your thoughts on this one? Because honestly, I've been going back and forth on this one all week. Probably one of the uh, of all the fights in the card. I want to hear your thoughts on it. I'm pretty pretty sure about my pick on this one man you're picking mccannio then eh? yeah yeah i think uh, his grappling is much much better than this riddell is you know yeah. only riddell striking is really sharp you know but we got to give moicano also his credits in the striking as of lately i think he's looking really good as well and uh i think moicano is smart takes it to the ground probably and uh, i think he wins a submission here against brett riddell that man i think uh, yeah. moicano is getting better as well in the ufc um yeah, I'm thinking, th and he's super tough. We saw it in the RDA fight. You know, he even did win the fi fifth round probably in that fight where it was completely dominated by yes. RDA. Yes, um, I remember that. I'm like, yo, this guy's a beast, man. Like, he was still walking forward, like, after taking all that damage. Remember that? That was yeah. crazy, eh? That well, you're convinced, eh? Okay, I think you might have convinced me too. Like, I just have, like, I just think, <laughs> I'm still, like, worried about the chin. That's what I'm worried about. Because he's been knocked out three times, and Riddell mm -hmm. has really good power. But I, I'm with you, kind of, because the grappling. And obviously, Riddell's coming off a really fast submission loss to Jalen Turner. Didn't look too good in the ground. Um, I think his wrestling is pretty good. I think he's getting better. But, you know, his takedown defense is not great, historically. And like you said, McCanio, he's, he's also a good striker. It's not like he's a bad striker, right? Like, he can strike, too. Um, I, I'm not, like, 100% sure, guys. I, I still have my doubt because of the chin. I think he could get caught. But at the end of the day, I, I agree with Marcel. Like, He's the better grappler in a fight that I think is going to be close. I would have to lean towards the better grappler, so I have to lean towards him. Any other thoughts, uh, thoughts on that fight? No, man. I mean, I, that, that's what I expect. You know, I expect Moicano to dominate with the grappling and finish Riddell. That's what I expect. But, of course, there's always the chance that uh, that Riddell can knock him out, you know, because his striking game is super sharp. We all know that, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that Moicano is good enough to not get knocked out in this one and uh, to get it to the ground and win the fire submission there. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think the fight doesn't go the distance either. I think yeah. he gets knocked out, he submits uh, Riddell. It's a um, it's a be beautiful future prelim. This it's, one. A, it's a great fight. I think it would probably go like one or two rounds and then someone gets yeah. finished. Maybe in the first round, actually, could happen. All right. All right. Main card. Yeah. Can't we talk about this one with you, man? First fight in the main card, Dan Hooker <laughs> taking on Claudio Puelas. Love this fight. Uh, we got the Hangman taking on I, Prince of Peru. <laughs> I know you want to go first on this one. I yeah, feel I you want to go first. Yeah, sure. I knew. Odds, minus 170, Dan Hooker, Claudio Plus, plus 145. Well, I don't think it's really even is it is it it's pretty obvious what I'm picking, right? I'm, yeah, I'm just taking Claudio. Why would I not take Claudio? Plus one forty five. Are you kidding me? I'll take him any day. 
you know I like the guy Marcel. I've, yeah. I've liked him for a while. You did he's already been, before the Levitt fight. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been I I think I've picked him in well, the last like four fights, I guess, after he came back from his layoff, right? Like he's still a young fighter, he's only 26. I remember when I start, started liking this guy because he said he went to uh what's it called? Uh, Sanford, or now it's Kilcliffe. Yeah, I remember Kilcliffe, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's interesting. And now he's been he's smitting everyone with his nasty knee bar. Like the guy's grappling is ridiculous. Um, I think his striking is getting better too. Just the grappling is just phenomenal. I mean, listen, Hooker obviously a good fighter, great, great fighter at, at one point in his career. I think the, the takedown defense is good. He is a, he's actually a de- decent wrestler. So I think a little underrated. We saw that in the hack press fight, um, get some takedowns there to win that fight. Like, but I, I just think Puelas has all the upside here, guys, like the, all the upsides with him. You got a guy, like I said, super young, you know, still pretty early in his career, but still has 15 fights. Hasn't taken much damage compared to Dan Hooker. Who's guys taking a ton of damage coming off a brutal lockout loss. Like, Again, only losing to top guys. That's that's the thing. That's what makes it tricky. That's why the odds have him as the favorite. I get it, right? I understand why Hooker's favorite, but you know, for me, Marcel, like this is a guy I've liked for a couple years now. I, I believe in this kid. I think he has the grappling to win the fight. So I'm gonna take Claudio Paulus here, guys. Maybe he could submit him, maybe he wins the decision, but I, I, I just like the money line here, plus one forty five, maybe plus one fifty maybe this week. I like those odds. I'll take a shot on him for sure. I really like this guy, Marcel. Anyways, what do you think? You know, in the beginning, I wasn't high on Puelas. You know, he he lost in the Ultimate Fighter finale against Martin Bravo, uh, got to pretty much destroyed by Felipe Silva, and then wins in the third round for a submission. Um, but after that Levitt fight, he got the beautiful knee bar for Chris Gutierrez or G- Gritzmacher, sorry, and uh, a beautiful submission uh, in his last in his last fight against Clay Guida. Um, I really like Puelas, man. I think he's a great talent. Uh, Dan Hooker. People hate me always for saying that, but I'm saying it for years. Dan Hooker, good fighter, not a top, not the top guy, but he can make it nasty with almost everybody in the top. You saw with Dustin Poirier back in the day, a few years ago, what, what he did. But uh, in my opinion, he's he's a guy who was always around Volkanovski, Kai Kara France, Esrela Desanya, um, Brett Riddell. But he's not of the level of Israel Adesanya and Alex Volkanovsky, you know. Um, going back to 155, smart thing, because at 145, he looked dreadful last time in, in March in London. Um, dude, I think uh, I, I think Puella submits him here. I think another knee bar, dude. Um, oh, man, that'd be awesome, yeah. man. So we got two, I, I really three of them in the UFC. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Puellas, I don't know which round, but uh, he gets a submission here. I, I'm just not... I was never on the hooker hype train, and I'm still not. And uh, I think as as further his career goes, it's not going to get any better. So um, I think this perfect way for Puelas to step in to take his ranking. So uh, I'm with Claudio Puelas here. I I I I like Dan Hooker, but he's had a, like an interesting career. Like he started off like if you look at his career, guys, it's, it's less like up and up and down, and then it was just like a bunch of wins, and now it's like up and down, up and down with a lot of um, losses. The, I just think it's the spot to fade him. You know, that's what yeah, I think. The, the problem with Dan Hooker was like he's he's always been a decent fighter, you know. But at a certain moment, when Volkanovski and Adesanya went to the top, you know, and went like uh, like champions, he started to talk like a champion as well. Only his his showings in the octagon weren't champion esque, you know what I mean? So it's like 
you're talking like a champion, but you're not fighting like a champion. You know, you're talking yeah. a lot, but you don't do it. You know, and you, you listen. Adesanya talks a lot of shit all the time, but at least he shows up and he wins the fights. You know, uh, Volkanovski isn't that much of a talker. He's more like uh, a little bit of a joker uh, sometimes. You know, he yeah. jokes a little bit around, but he he shows up as well. You know, but Hooker. He's a good fighter, but he's not a top fighter. And there's no disrespect to him. I, I I really like him. I think he's a good fighter. But like I said, not like the top of the, the top of the mountain. And uh, I think yeah. Puella's perfect time for Puella to step in and take his ranking here. I think so too. But like watch watch Hooker go up there and like knock him out. And then <laughs> we look like stupid here. Yeah. And I can eat my words again. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right. And that's all like we haven't done before. <laughs> What's up, Jason? How's it going? Uh, I think this is a great spot for Hooker. Back to one thing. Huge step down competition. I know he's not ranked, but I still think Claudio is like such a good prospect, man. I really do. Like Daniel taking Claudio as a dog, dog I, for sure. Me too. He's one of the dogs I like. I think Hooker win is fair enough. No, he's the favorite. Uh, I mean, he should yeah. win on paper, right? Like I get I, it. I feel, like, competition. I feel like lots of, uh, and there's no disrespect to to any guys here picking Hooker, but I think a lot of casual fans betting Hooker because they know Hooker and they're not really familiar with Puelas. You know what I mean? I don't think many people are familiar with Puelas unless you're really following the sport. And the guys who are here in the chat following the sport, so they're probably thinking Hooker can win here. Yeah. You know, but there are also a lot of guys betting on a fight who know Dan Hooker and probably not really familiar with Claudio Puelas. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's why I think the line is also like that. Because if you look at the, more, at the recent uh, fights, I'm really surprised Hooker is a favorite here. Totally get it. Totally, totally get it. Prince approved suburb greasy decision. Probably. What's up, Joel? Let's see you on the scale. Yeah, well, it's back at 155, right? This fight. So Dan's mm-hmm. back at his weight class and better, much better. Yeah, I mean 145, the skeleton of Dan Hooker. Like that was a I remember I think he I want to say he was favored against Arnold Allen, or it was like an even money fight. I, I definitely bet on Allen in that one. I was like, Me too. It was it was so quick. Um, Jamie, Dan Hooker's fight, Dustin. Yeah, it was a great fight. He's not as athletic quick as Vulcan. I mean, that's pretty obvious. He's had some great fights. For me, it was the Hatsi Hioki knockout. Remember, you knocked over him with a head kick? When Hioki was supposed to be the next big thing. Remember? I remember. Yeah. He fucking brutalized him. Hioki was, I remember writing an article about him in 2011, guys, saying he's the guy to fight Aldo. I didn't, uh, that he, didn't work out. He also starts Gilbert Burns at 155. So, True. I mean, yeah. totally agree with Marcel. Line makes no sense. Hooker should be fair, fair enough. Jason, I don't think Castle is walking the podcast. I agree with you, Jason. <laughs> no, you're, for sure, man. Jason's what's right. A, what's a torch, you guys? So, yeah, 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 uh, no, no. yeah. I totally get what you're saying, Marcel. No, no, for sure. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. Um, you got Frankie Edgar taking on Chris Gutierrez, and this one's at 135. It's Frankie Edgar's retirement fight, apparently. I mean, he could always yeah. leave the door open and come back. I don't. I, I think he'll fight again, honestly. Like, he says right now he's going to take a break, and I get it because he said, you know, I want to be with his family. I still think he's the kind of guy that might come. Like, Uriah Faber, he took, what, four years off and came back and fought again? Yeah, I think Frank, you might see Frankie fight. Frank is 41, man. He is, yeah. he is, Marcel, but I still think he'll fight again, you know? As long as it do, doesn't go to Baranaco. I hope not. I'm not saying – it might be in the UFC. I'm just saying, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's going to be a boxing match in the future. I just don't think he's completely done. Like, I think he's done for now because he's coming off two straight knockouts. Though three in his last four, he's being brutally knocked out. And he might get knocked out here again, right? Like, he might get brutally knocked out. Let's take a look at the line for this one, guys. Minus 210 on Gutierrez, plus 180 Frankie. Odds opened, minus 130 on Gutierrez. So he opened as the favorite, but he's really skyrocketed up here. I mean, when the fight got announced, like, that's the way I was leaning. I don't see why you can't, wouldn't lean towards Chris Gutierrez because just everything. I mean, the eight, the youth advantage, like, he's way younger. He's 10 years younger. He's got the nasty leg kicks. He's on fire right now. He's knocking everyone out. Like, 
they're not knocking everyone out. He's knocked a couple guys out, but you know what I mean? He's just on fire. Like he hasn't lost in a few years now. He's really good. But at the same time, Frankie's like a guy that with the wrestling, Marcel, he was beating Marlon Vera for the first couple rounds, you know, with that wrestling, right? So can he use the wrestling here and, and win this fight and, and, you know, walk away for at least for now um, coming off a win or does he get knocked out again? I think those are the only two fights ways the fight ends. Either Frankie gets like leg kicked to death and then knocked out or he's able to use the wrestling, Marcel, and surprise us again like when he did against Yair maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Like, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Um, I, I'll say I'm, I'm leaning towards Gutierrez still. I don't see why I wouldn't because of again, the age advantage here, but just saying, like, do you think Frankie's a chance to wrestle maybe and surprise us? When I saw this fight announcement, I was like, why are you fucks giving Frankie in this last fight a guy who was in the seventh fight on beating streak? You know, um, on the other hand, Gutierrez deserves a fight like this to try to get in the rankings, you know? That's what I think. But uh, I really harsh to give Frankie this last fight in, in his uh, career. Um I feel like, man, if Frankie can wrestle, yes, but will he wrestle for three rounds? I don't know, man. Uh, I think Gutierrez stops him, man. I think he knocks him out. Probably yeah. with some spinning shit again. Wouldn't be surprised with a lot of low low kicks or leg kicks. Um, second round, Gutierrez knockout, man. And honestly, I hope it's a decision and uh, it goes... Uh, listen, I think it would be bad for Gutierrez to lose right now. So I actually yeah. hope for a decision win for Gutierrez and that Frankie can go out in a good way. Obviously, I hope Frankie does well, but I don't think he wins. And it's the best possible thing then is to lose by a decision. Uh, then Gutierrez can continue in his run in, in Benton Wade and Frankie can can say goodbye in a decent way. You know, I don't want to see him get knocked out in this last fight for now. So, um, But I think it's going to happen. And I really don't like the matchup. No, I, I know you're saying. Rest in peace, Frankie. He probably gets knocked out again, guys. But I think he's going to get leg kicked a lot, too. You yeah. know? Like I said, that Marlon Vera fight, though, the last fight, before the knockout, he was doing a good job taking Marlon down, holding him down, controlling him. And Marlon's got, you know, pretty good takedown defense. Like, that's the only worry I have. But again, it's just hard to get past the age, right? And the power and the leg kicks. Old man Frankie coming back in four years, age 45. I still feel fight again, guys. That's my prediction right now. We'll talk about it in a few years. Maybe it'll look like a dummy, but I think he's going to fight one more time later on. Got uh, was a dog. Uh, Gutierrez was a dog against Dana. Yeah, I picked him there. I liked him there a lot. He, that fight was competitive, and then he knocked him out with the spinning shit. So, <laughs> what are you going to say? You have something to say, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, no worries. Let's go to the next fight, guys. Dustin Poirier against Michael Chandler. Oh, man, what a great fight. Like, I almost feel like people are forgetting this fight's on this card. Like, it's such a great fight. I wish it was five rounds. I'm sad it's not five rounds. I'm assuming it's because the UFC probably didn't want to pay them any more money. And they were like, no, we're not going to do it then. You know, that's what I'm thinking, Marcel. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to get paid well, but they maybe these guys wanted pay-per-view points to do five rounds. Maybe that mm. would feel, I, I'm assuming, right? That would make sense, right? It's possible, yeah. Such an amazing fight, though. It's such an amazing fight. I love this fight. Oh, my God, what a great fight. This could headline a pay-per-view, in my opinion. You know, in fact, it's the third fight in the card. You know, it, it's amazing. All right, odds for this one. Right now, we got the uh, best fight odds has it not listed under the right event. We got to fix that. My, I'm sorry. My, no worries. Minus one seventy five, Dustin Poirier. Plus one fifty, Michael Chandler. You want you want to go first? Or you want me to go first on this one? I, I see on your face that you're pumped about it. So go first, dude. Go first. I am pumped. I mean, this fight's amazing, right, guys? Like this is what we this is what we want to watch. This is why you guys are plunking down your hard money or you know finding other means to watch the fight and, and sitting there and spending your time doing it. I mean, this is a fucking awesome fight. These guys are, are both amazing fighters. Dustin Poirier will be in the Hall of Fame, I think, one day. Chandler, probably not because he's supposed to screw in Bellator. 
there's ever a Bellator Hall of Fame, you can go there. But I mean, since he's come to UFC, the four fights he's had are both like so memorable, right? Like the hooker knockout, the Oliver fight was crazy, the Gaethje fight was insane, and then the brutal flying knee knockout over Tony Ferguson. I mean, the guy to me, I know he's 36 guys, but like physically, like mentally, like everything, like I think he's in the prime of his career now. Like I really do. Because, you know, to me, he's when he's on, he is one of the best lightweights in the world, maybe the best, you know, maybe when he's on. But again, He's not without his spot. He's been knocked out. We've seen him get dropped. The, the striking defense is bad. Like that's that's the truth, and that's what that's why he's the underdog here. Because Poirier has really good striking. He's knocked a lot of guys out. You know, I get it, right? I get it. But Marcel, I'll tell you, man, I really like Chandler right now. I think I like the form he's in, and I think he can go out there and knock Poirier out. So I'm going to go with the upset, Marcel. I'm going to take an upset pick here. And take Chandler here to knock out Poirier, guys. I think it's going to be a slugfest, but I think he, I think he catches him and knocks him out. And again, there's not a ton of dogs on this card I like, but and obviously Chandler might be able to go up there and get knocked out. But I, as a dog at plus one fifty, I'll take a shot on him to win this fight. I think he can do it. I, I like the form he's in, guys, and I'm going to take a shot on him. What do you think, Marcel? It's a good fight, man. And by the way, uh, I got. Uh... Uh, the new hot sauce from Poirier sent to from his uh, management team to me, so I cannot pick against him. No, obviously, it's <laughs> not making a difference. Um, I mean, it's it's difficult, man. I think it's a close fight. I really like both guys. Obviously, I think both are top top of the world guys in the lightweight division. Um, if I look at Poirier, he lost his last fight against Oliveira. Before there, he had the two wins in, against Connor. Um, if we look at Chandler. He got that uh, crazy knockout last time against Ferguson, but I have to mention that in the first round, he looked not great against Ferguson, you know? I think Ferguson looked pretty good in the first round against him. Second yeah. round, he knocked him out. So, yeah, what can you say? For that, the Oliveira one, uh, the Gaethje one where he, where he lost, but it was an amazing fight. I'm leaning towards Poirier a little bit more. I'm leaning towards a decision win for Dustin Poirier. But I think it will be a close fight. It will be a much anticipated fight. I see Antoine Willis is in the in the chat here. He's asking what's our fight of the night prediction. This is my fight of the night prediction. Um, yeah, great one. Yeah, I, this could be there, but I, I I'm I'm gonna go lean more towards like the knockout and just because of the way I, I'm the way I see this fight playing. I I just think they're gonna trade and then I think Chandler catches and that's kind of what I think happens here. But again, it, like I get why Poirier's here. He's such a great fighter, man. He's amazing. Like I love the guy, and he could easily knock out Chandler too. But to me, this is like literally minus one ten. You talk about pick them fights. To me, that's what this fight is: is mm-hmm. minus one ten each, and I will take a plus one fifty on that. You know, because I feel like this fight can really. Go either way, but I lean towards Chandler because the form he's in right now looks great. Oh, yeah, it's such a great fight. Look at some comments here. Antoine, uh, pay-per-view out of 10. I think 10. Like, I think this is this is amazing. What's your pick for fighting night? Uh, we just talked about that. Chandler's my pick. Yeah, I, I think so. It's up Roth Festival. He likes Chandler too. Fair enough. Poirier gives it too easy. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But, you know, I think Poirier in the last couple of years hasn't been giving up. When we see main events, the most high-level striking match in MMA history, and for years' title. It's got to be up there. I mean, I think at the time, like Shogun Machida was like one of the better ones, but this one is obviously it's evolved, right? It's like twelve years later. The sport's so good right now. Gonna be a good fight, yeah. Career fight performance, right? We'll talk about that in a sec. Anything else about this fight? You're good. I'm good. Well, the next fight, guys, co-main event. Two more fights here, guys. Man, we're almost talked out. Two hours almost. They did this one, so I'm uh, definitely. Uh, I'm excited for these last couple of fights, but my uh, my voice is going too. <laughs> um, let's go to this one here. We got Wei Li Zhang guys and Carlos Sparza right now. 
Jiang minus three forty as the challenger, as far as the plus two eighty as the favorite as the champion. Excuse me. You don't see the do- uh, the champion as a big dog like this too often in the UFC. It's kind of rare, I would say. But I feel like it's justified, guys. Like I'll just I guess I'll start off on this one, Marcel. Like I know that Asparza has looked really good lately, guys. Like I feel like she doesn't get the credit she deserves because it's not like her style is so appealing to watch. But I mean, she's won six straight fights. Like mm-hmm. she knows how to win fights. She has that ability to take you down and hold you there and grind you out for five rounds and not get tired doing it. Like that's what makes her dangerous. But I just feel like Weili Zhang is just like such a good athlete and coming off that insane knockout win, that's just going to help her confidence. She's still getting better as a fighter, in my opinion. You know, like, I don't think she's a finished product. Like, I know obviously she got caught against Rose, and I picked that one. And then the, the rematch against Rose, I like Rose in that matchup, but this is a different matchup, a completely different matchup. You know, this is a fighter that, as long as she keeps this fight standing, it doesn't get taken down. Which maybe she does get taken down like once or twice, maybe. But I think she'll get back up really quick. I think she just it, it, remember when she fought Joanna Carla, and she just like get her against the fence and just rain down strikes until she finished her ref stopped it. That's what I think happens here. She swarms her TKOs her. Weili Zhang by TKO Marshall. I think the odds, honestly, I think they're justified, guys. Like, like I just think it's a bad matchup again for Carla. But at the same time, Carla has won quite a few fights as a dog that, you know, I didn't think she'd win either. So that's that's definitely something to keep in mind. The market's usually down on her, and she's usually an underdog who fights and wins them, so at least lately. Um, that's the only worry here. But, again, I had you pegging against Weili Zhang after that last fight. What do you think? I think Carla knocks her out, man. No, just kidding. Uh, oh, no, my gosh. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. <laughs> Carla only has a chance if she controls over five rounds, dude. And it's not going to happen, you know. I think Whaley has also a pretty decent ground game, you know. And uh, I think Whaley knocks her out probably in the second round. That's what <sighs> I expect. Yeah, no, totally fair. Um yeah, I think so, too. All right, let's get to the last fight here, guys. Main event time, Marcel. Can't wait to talk about this one with you, man. Um, here we go, guys. Israel Adesanya against Alex Pereira. Oh, man, what a fight. All right, Marcel. On to this one. Right now, Adesanya is the favorite. Minus 180. So it's uh, it opened at minus 200. So it's gone down a little bit, but still hanging kind of steady. There. Minus 180. And then Pereira plus 155. So I'll let you go first, Ben. Who's your pick to win this fight? And obviously should be one of the best fights uh, on the card of the year, possibly, to hear your thoughts, man. Exactly one year ago, we were wondering how uh, Pereira's debut would go in the UFC. <laughs> That's crazy. Now he's fighting for a title. Um, yeah, obviously a lot of history between the two guys. Uh, both guys fought each other, I think, twice in China. Uh, one close fight, split decision for for uh, Pereira, I think, and a knockout for Pereira. Um, the only guy who was able to stop Adesanya in a professional fight, boxing, kickboxing, MMA. Um, yeah, what do we think about it? You know, we know how Adesanya fights. He's more of a counter kind of guy. Uh, not really... Uh, it's not really appealing to watch as of lately, in my opinion. You know, it can be happening because of his opponents, but still, I think his opponents are just not challenging enough for him, you know, and that's why he can keep it safe. Um, if we look at Pereira, yeah, great win against Strickland, but what the hell was Strickland doing, dude? What was the game plan there, you know? Um, yeah, it was weird. But if you look at Mikalidis, he dominated first round on the ground when he had him down, you know, and that was something that, and I know it's a year ago, I was kind of like, wow, okay. 
Um, what we'll see, and many people expect Pereira to steamroll Adesanya or something in this fight. I don't see that happening, man. Adesanya is way too smart to let Pereira steamroll him, you know? Um, I honestly think if Pereira has to win, it's in the early first or second round, you know? I don't say he doesn't have the gas tank, but that's just where he's strongest, I think. I think Adesanya is uh, approaching him the same way as he does with the other guys, you know, keeping his distance, picking his shots. Does he go to the ground? I don't know for sure, you know. Adesanya is a very proud guy, and uh, he's really annoyed that he got knocked out by Pereira, so maybe he tries. But if he, if his pride come into play, that can be bad for him because then I think Pereira can take him out, you know. But... I'm leaning towards Adesanya with the decision, man. I think Adesanya retains. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you have to, right? Pick him because of the experience in May. I mean, that's really what it comes down to for me. Like he, he did lose twice in kickboxing, and this is supposed to be a kickboxing fight. But I think I think he'll use his grappling and try to yeah. use it, implement a grappling. Because uh, we've seen it at times. Like Mark Vittori is a really good grappler. He did some really good things in that fight in the ground. Like you know, looked much better than the Jan Blahowitz fight, which again was up a weight class, right? Um, man, I mean, Pereira's great. Like, don't get me wrong, Marcel. Like, I, I picked him against Strickland. I think the guy's great, but I, I can't pick him in this fight. Um, he might go up there and knock it out of Sonia. I'm not, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me, obviously. Um, it'd be cool to see it happen, honestly. Like, uh, to have a new champion would be cool to see, but I, I just feel like Izzy will use his experience and win the fight. I'm thinking, what do you think, a decision or do you think he finishes him? Yeah, I have a decision for Adesanya. That's what I, I mean towards uh, the team, I think he takes his distance and picks his shots yeah. and maybe, like you say, implement the wrestling in it. So, yeah. That's what I think happens to you. you know, but I think it's going to be a really interesting fight. I'm actually looking forward to seeing this fight. All right, well, I, Sorry. I feel like it has to do with pride. You know, the thing is how badly Adesanya wants to prove that yeah. he can knock out Pereira. If that comes into play, and he's going to take risks, he can get knocked out by Pereira. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he takes it, if he fights smart, keeps his distance, implement the wrestling with it, and fights how he can fight, he should be able to win, man. That's what I think. And though, like, Pereira's dangerous, I still feel like minus 180, like, I feel like the line could be higher, you know? It's giving, I think it's giving Pereira a lot of respect and not Adesanya, to be honest with you, as a champion in the UFC. Like, he's won what six straight title fights. Yeah, and he might get knocked out against possible. It's MMA, and, and obviously, he's been knocked out kickboxing on this guy, but I think he picks him apart too. Let's get some last couple of comments, guys. Antoine says he wants to get a tell shot. Fair enough, yeah. I think as far as a Jang's clock closer, maybe, but I think I think she gets knocked out. So, I don't, I don't know. Pereira by knockout, Israel by running. I'm kind of leaning towards the ladder. <laughs> If Izzy the fuck can shows up, prayer wins. I'm going prayer. Yeah, fair enough. Take up the history. Uh, prayer is the exact same chance. Izzy's last few guys. It's like a nuke that's uh, and melts him and gets leg kicked on death to death on route to a 48-47. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll win a round or two, but I think he loses the decision, like you said. Like, that's what I'm leaning towards, too. I was actually curious, like, the method you thought. Um, do you think Chandler, Dustin, winner gets Islam next? Maybe. I hope not for them. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Fiziev gets it. Thoughts on Guerrero versus Moises? Uh, it's oh, a good fight. Sense. I mean, it's a pretty good fight. I, I'm not a huge Tiago Moises fan, but he obviously he's you know got some nice wins in the UFC. Guerrero's yeah. a beast. Where they couldn't stop Moises' takedowns. Yeah, that's the thing, right? In that fight, you're right. I agree with that. I mean, that's that was kind of the difference, right? Like the, the grappling in that fight. I don't know. I still think she gets. I think she can finish her. Marcel. I, I 
I just believe in Weili Zhang. Again, you know, it's like I, I believe in this fighter. Styles make fights, you know. You know I pick Asparza to beat Rose last time, you know, but I don't pick Asparza to beat Weili. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Why isn't Fizio Gaethje being announced? I don't know. I want to see that fight too. I do want to see that one. All right, guys, we'll take just like a last couple of comments, but I, I'm, I'm pretty good, Marcel, to be honest with you. Um, really right appreciate everyone joining us, though, guys. Like, I mean, we love, you know, you guys in the chat asking questions. Go ahead. Like likely being in March, VCF Gaethje, but it's not done yet. Ooh, there we go. There's a little uh, clue here for myself. All right. Um, do you think Brian Hoya will win Saturday? Who's that? Ooh, yeah, he got a tough opponent, Arthur Sipaniak. Um, it's in KSW. Okay. Um, I, I think he will, but it's it's close. You know, I, Arthur is good as well. So yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, uh, thanks, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. Let's just get out of here, Marcel. I, I think you know we, we're good here. All right, guys, I just want to say so. I'm, I'm, I'm off this week, and we're gonna do the podcast next Tuesday, it'll be November uh 15th, I believe, with the next one, Marcel. I don't want to do yeah. it on vacation this time. I'm saying, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, just say you're gonna lay on the beach and watch the fights. We know, yeah, 100%, man. can't wait. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it, Marcel. Just plug your stuff, and we'll, we'll get out of here. Let's, let's let the people enjoy their Sundays. It's uh, Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find uh, my articles if you can read Dutch on Eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. Yeah, Twitter, I'm Matt Martin. You guys know the podcast and the oddsbreaker.com, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. Guys, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it, get more people in the chat. I uh, hope you guys have a great uh, week where, where I'm gone. Marcel, I hope you have a great week, man. Um, appreciate you doing this show with me as always, my friend. Uh, enjoy the fights, everyone. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can read my articles uh, at bookies.com, my best bets this week. I went, uh, ah, I think it was like two out of three last week or whatever, so not bad. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you can read that at mymenus.com, and then obviously I'm now working.com. Have a great week, everyone. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you guys soon. November 15th will be the next podcast Tuesday. Peace.